Welcome to the Mom Village Podcast. We are three multicultural moms sharing our journey through motherhood with the Christ Center Foundation. For information and resources, visit us at our church's website at gofamilychurch.org. Or you can also email us at themomvillage at gofamilychurch.org. And please go over and follow us on Instagram at themomvillagefc. We're glad that you're here and welcome to our village. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So saith Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Hebrews twelve eleven, For the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yells the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Discipline your son and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. Proverbs twenty nine seventeen. Welcome to the Mom Village. Today we're talking about discipline and this is part one. And we wanted to start with Bible verses and scripture, scriptures that talks about discipline since this is the main foundation of this topic. What you heard were some of the many great verses in the Bible about discipline. And today we're going to share some great insight about discipline. So thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. And we're so excited. I'm here with my ladies, Kira. Say hello. Good morning, Mom Village. And Kristen Scroggins. Morning, ladies. And we're going to talk about discipline part one. And what do we have, Kristen? So this is one of the topics, Jisma, that we've gotten a lot of questions about, right? Yes. And, and mm-hmm. we keep having our episodes. And every time we have one, somebody's like, we like that. But when are we <laughs> going to talk about how to discipline and teach our kids to obey? So today's the day, ladies. And we actually have, it's a several part series. And so we're going to kick it off this morning with part one. But I tell you what is really important. Let's start with this. So I think everybody wants five steps to -hmm. teach your kids how to obey, 10 steps to teach your kids how to not yell at each other and be best (laughs) friends. Um, And I just got to tell you, I've been a mom for, it'll be 25 years this month and there's not enough steps (laughs) to write down. And so ladies, I just want to tell you, if you see these blogs that say three steps to a happy child, move along, ladies, move along. Yes. Uh, You might get, you might glean some things, but I, I will tell you what has, has saved me as a mom is my theology. Mm-hmm. And that's, please don't turn us off and think, I want five steps. We're going to give you some <laughs> steps. We're going to give you some steps. But good theology, understanding God and his word and how we fit into his plan and how he expects us to teach our children how to fit into his plan. Good theology leads to a good strategy. Yeah. And then that good strategy leads to conversations that we're going to have with our kids over and over and over That's again. Right. And so we can't escape talking about discipline and parenting and teaching our kids to obey without going to the scriptures and seeing what God has to say. Yeah. Kara, what do you think about that? Well, Kristen, you are the mom expert here at the table because you've been a mom a lot longer. But one of the things when I think about discipline I wish that someone told me earlier, you know, as a mom, as a parent, that 
God has given each one of us a calling over our children's lives. He has called us to shape and to mold. And he's actually using us as the tools to draw our children closer to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me, when I found out I was going to be a mom, you know, the first things we think about, we don't really think about how we're going to discipline or how we're going to be in alignment with God's will. We're thinking about all the fun things and the cute things and the beautiful things. But as I've matured as a mom and my children have grown, we have to have a plan at the beginning of parenthood. We need to start talking about if we are Christian parents, how are we to draw our children to God? That mm-hmm. is our ultimate purpose, pointing our children to the Lord, because whether we want to admit it or not, and I think, Kristen, you've said this a lot, is that our kids come into the world sinners. Yep. We're sinners. Mm-hmm. So we're just we are trying to equip them to turn to a savior, Jesus. That's the answer. Yeah. You know, ultimately, I mean, yeah. we just want to wrap it all up and put a bow on it. You know, that is the answer. That is what we are called to do. And, you know, I was reading in Luke 15 and that's, just, that's pretty much a whole chapter about being lost, you know, whether it's the lost coin, whether it's the lost son. And it made me think that, you know, God has called us as parents, as moms to our kids are lost when they get mm. here, mm-hmm. you know, as cute as they are and as good as they smell, mm-hmm. they really are lost. And I think if we don't put our, our mind and our heart and our focus on what is our ultimate calling as moms, we get lost in the shuffle and it's easy for us to read those blogs and our, our hearts are drawn to those blogs because we want that quick fix, Oh yeah, yeah. you know, instead yeah. of thinking, what is my, and I think just going back, what is my ultimate purpose as a mom? And it is in every situation that we face, it is to point our children to a savior, the only one that can save them from their lostness. Yeah. You know, I think that helps us as moms not to get so frustrated and mm-hmm. angry when our kids disobey yeah. because we understand the theology behind all of it. Mm-hmm. What you just said is right. We are sinners ourselves and we have produced sinners, <laughs> but sinners that are in need of a savior and we know that savior. And so our job, even in the midst of their sin, is not to respond in this angry, haughty way. Mm-hmm. We do have to discipline but that discipline's not out of anger. It's actually out of love. And yeah, we see the circumstances in a spiritual way instead of like physical, physical way. way. Yeah. Right. What yeah. you what yeah. you see is that flesh. yes. What you see is that this this conflict really isn't between me and yeah. this two year old, mm-hmm. although it feels like yeah. it. <laughs> uh, this conflict isn't between me and my teenager, me and my you know six year old. This conflict really is a battle of the soul. And so when when I can remind myself of Mm -hmm. that, it takes some of the inflammatory feelings and words out of it. Yeah, exactly. And so it says in the scriptures that he was looking at the crowd and it said he was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. He knew every sin that those people were doing. He knew every thought, every bad deed. And he did not look at them with anger, with haughtiness, with a desire to destroy or or be sarcastic. He was moved to compassion because he knew that they were like sheep without a shepherd. And that's what our children are like. And we're supposed to shepherd them. They they should not be 
sheep mm-hmm. without a shepherd. And so we should be teaching our kids in the way all the time. And part of that comes with having a personal relationship with him in the first place, right? And part of that comes with us first. Exactly. Yeah. So for us to be disciplined enough to start reading scriptures and taking time for ourselves so we can nurture ourselves. And that way we, we've said in other podcasts before, that way we can attend to our kids in a more loving way, wiser way and spiritual way. So that way, when they do those tantrums, we can, like you said, Kristen, we don't reprimand them just because they're kids and brat kids. Yeah. You or know? they're getting yeah. on our nerves. It's, yeah. It's inconvenient right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which they have their moments. I'm not of saying, course. yeah, they're not perfect. They're sinners. And if we see it in that way, that's, that's going to help us, you know, focus in their spiritual life instead of their physical or their attitude, you know, because like Kira was saying, they're lost mm-hmm. and they're learning how to, how to get there. But our spiritual life, I feel is very important because I personally, when I, and I've said it before on other podcasts, when I don't put time for myself, mom, when you don't put time for yourself to read scriptures and, and understand God's word, it's really hard to try to figure out what to do or your mind is really lost because you're lost too. You're a sinner. Yeah. So if you don't put your spiritual life first and you don't feed your spiritual life, you won't see those kids as the blessing they are. You will see it as a burden. You will see it as a, as a job that is never ending and you'll be frustrated. You'll be upset. But like Kristen, you were saying, you can balance life in every to-do list and every day the everyday thing because you can see it in a different way. And I think it's, it, you know, when you really kind of step back from, sometimes we seek, what are the steps? What do I need to do to, to help my child to behave in a certain way or to stop this behavior? But if we, like we said, if you step back and just think about how great a calling that we have, that God is using each one of us, that he is blessed with children as ambassadors for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... It's, it's kind of overwhelming and mind blowing to think that God is using me yeah. to draw not everyone else outside of my home, but just, you know, those little souls that he has blessed me to shepherd and to steward over. You know, we have to think about as moms, we are ambassadors as dads. We are ambassadors for the mighty God. And it's it's overwhelming to think about that. It is. You know, we, in Deuteronomy six, when God has given his people the law, he says to teach your children as they walk in the way, mm-hmm. as they're going in and out at night, no matter, basically when you read that scripture, you see that there's no time we're, we're not we're supposed not, to be yeah. Yeah. pointing them to God. But the verses that get us are the ones before that, when he says, you, you. <laughs> love the Lord, your God with mm-hmm. all of your heart, soul, mind, mind and, and strength. strength. Yeah. And then teach your children. Yeah, we're the models. Yeah. You know, so if we're not getting up in, in the morning or before, but I, I mean, I'm not saying when you have to do it, but if we are not trusting Jesus and we really can't trust him if we don't know him. Mm-hmm. So if we're not spending that time with him, we're not going to have the goods. We're not going to have the patience, the strength, the energy, the wisdom to, to discern and to teach our children how to go. And it starts when they're even babies. I've got two daughter-in-laws right now who are trying to sleep train. And I'm so proud of them because it's not easy. It's so much easier in the short run to let the kids do whatever they want to do. But because they both want to have a marriage-centered home, 
they understand, hey, we've got to get on a schedule because we want our child to begin. So the discipline even comes when they're babies before that they actively are sinning yeah. in quotes, you know, but but just that you're understanding the whole principle. That kind of reminds me, you know, when you get on an, in a plane and then they're teaching you all like the safety things mm-hmm. and make sure you wear your life jacket this way and whatever. And then when they say the part about the mask, they're like, yeah. okay, so before you help somebody else, oh, you got to put it on yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always think, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> I feel like my kid will be staring at me like, mom, <laughs> that's so selfish, right? <laughs> and I always think of that way too. But then I'm thinking, and what you just said, I'm like, okay, because if I don't help myself and I'm literally fainting, how am I going to help, mm-hmm. gonna yeah. help yeah. them? That's right. But that goes in the spiritual way too. It does. If I'm not feeding myself with air, great you know, point, great point. And I'm not saving myself first, how am I going to save that kid? Mm-hmm. How am I going to teach him, hey, this is the way to do it. This is the way you react. This is the way you go about it. Mm-hmm. This is the spiritual and the God way, how God is teaching us. If I, I'm not breathing that word every single day. Yeah. So it's not, it's not giving, I'm not giving oxygen to my soul. Mm-hmm. You know how I'm going to pass that oxygen to that little kid. If I'm not going through it, through, you know, that experience, I'm not suffering through that. I won't be able to explain it or teach it in a real way because I don't want to put the time. And we have said it before is it's hard because it takes time. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't have like this really deep and spiritual example right now, but we are <laughs> training at our house too, not a baby. Oh, but, <laughs> we got some puppies. We, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> over Christmas, we decided to get another puppy, a mini golden doodle <laughs> that we named Madden. And it's, you know what? It has been such a rich experience because we have four children in the house now, four children, two puppies and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> and um, so, you know, when you're training a, a, a six week old puppy, that's like a baby all over again. And my oh, children. Children are actively participating because oh, that was there's no negotiation, no, no negotiation. <laughs> and we have an older dog that's six years old. So we had her at a puppy. But of course, my kids don't remember that as well. But anyway, we're training her and it takes time. We have to get up and take her out yep. when it's really late and when it's really early. And she's going to have accidents. She's going to mess up. And it's it's been such a rich experience to see my children try to train a puppy. <laughs> and I've had to remind them, you're parenting. This is what parenting is. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes sacrifice. Sometimes you are tired and you're like, Malachi has like literally cried because he's like, I don't want to take her out again. I'm like, nope, this is what you do when you have a baby. (laughs) You know, we're training her. So the same with, well, yeah, it is the same with kids, (laughs) with moms. But what I'm saying by encouragement is like, don't give up. It's going to take time. You're going to be exhausted, but you will see the fruit. And even within the last like two weeks that we were, we were on task and we took her out on schedule. Malachi couldn't believe. He's like, I can't believe she's getting it. I'm like, yeah, you have to be consistent. And the same with moms, with yeah. discipline and with ourselves. If we are consistent, it's going to be hard. You're going to want to give up. Yeah. And Malachi's like, can't we just let her pee pee in the house? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> so we're looking at the long road. And I think moms, that's what we have to think about. Yeah. You know, we're training not for just today, yeah. but for when that moment when we're launching these kids. And this is why we're starting like this, mom. I wish I can tell you we're the experts of like the 10 steps and the five steps like Kristen's saying, but we we need to start with the right foundation because we can't mm-hmm. tell you it will be pointless for us to give you so many great steps and so many great advice without giving you the right foundation. It will be pointless. Yeah. Everything will tell you it will only last for like what a week, two days, and then all of a sudden it will not bear any fruit. 
they will last a long time, like Kira was saying. Yeah. I mean, if we don't know where we're going, I love the way you just said that, Kira. If we don't know where we're going, we're going to quit. Yeah. And we're also going to look for information Mm -hmm. and resources in the wrong places because, okay, God's plan takes time and discipline. And we're not creatures that love time, Mm -hmm. taking time and discipline, especially in our society. Everything is fast Mm -hmm. and instant. And so, you know, Jimmy and I meet with young parents all the time that said, hey, we were trying to do the things that you've told us through scripture and it's just not working. They've tried for a week. And, you know, so it's just, (laughs) it just takes time. I just did some math. Are y'all proud of me? Yes. Well, actually my iPhone did some math. uh, So I just, I just simple math guys. I just multiplied 365 days by 18. Now, we don't finish parenting when they're 18, but just the activeness of mm-hmm. it when they're in the home every day. 6,570 days. That so, seems like a lot, doesn't yeah. it? Someone's counting that down right now. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, I know in a sad way, yes. you know, like yes. I, I don't want them to leave. But we, we've launched several of our kids and I'm just telling you, it takes the consistency of that many days. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a lot of days when you're changing diapers right now, mom, if you're changing a diaper while you're listening to this, you're like, why did you just tell me that? I have three, <laughs> Thank you for the encouragement. In 70 days. But, but the importance is to capture those days mm-hmm. and use them for God's glory and they are fleeting days. It's a lot of days. And we haven't divided those days on the times that are not nice. They're like right. hardship. Like I'm not going to get that exact details. We're not trying to be that depressing. We're not Debbie Downers. But this is the reality. Because yeah. if you divide or multiply by the times that times are tough. Yeah. You know, and those are the times that actually build character. Absolutely. Yeah. And those hurt ladies, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that be, that's because we're sitting here because of those times. Yeah. Because if sure. there's no hardship and there's no difficult times, those are the times that God has put us three in our knees yeah. and cried our eyes out. Mm-hmm. And those are the times, mom, that you're listening, that you feel alone, that you feel lonely, that you have no answer. Those are the days and the times and probably is the minority of that number Kristen just said, but it's the one that is going to actually bear more fruit in the long run in their lives and your life too is is the moments i feel that is when god grounds you and takes you back and be like this is why you should be thankful for yeah because of the blessing of these kids yeah i remember a long long time ago whenever daniel was born my second born and i was nursing him and i had a toddler james his older brother and he usually was great he would read with me he learned how to read early i was a good mom to him you know like I, <laughs> the other ones were like oh gosh i don't know but um I was, we were reading all the time and, and singing songs and watching veggie tales or whatever but sometimes he would get up in the middle and do things that he knew he wasn't supposed to do and he knew i was kind of at a loss because <laughs> you, you know how hard it is nursing moms to yeah. get that baby attached and then he's finally doing well and now i'm like oh no And so there were so many times that I wanted to just ignore it, pretend like he wasn't Mm -hmm. doing what he wasn't supposed to do, pretending like he didn't hear me when I said, come back to the couch. But the theology behind my parenting draws me to put that sweet baby down, go get my toddler and take care of it because I understand this isn't about this moment. This is about a long 
whole trajectory of these little moments, teaching them how to obey and that, say it again, <laughs> say it again. <laughs> and that, yes. um, and that yes. I love him enough to inconvenience Yourself. myself yeah. mm-hmm. because yeah. it is inconvenient to discipline a child. Mm-hmm. It is inconvenient to be in a grocery yeah. store and have to ask the manager to push Hold your her. cart into yeah. the refrigerator from experience I'm speaking <laughs> and go back. But, but these moments are etched in our kids brains and they begin over that 6,570 days to believe that we believe what we're teaching them. How about that is inconvenience to the world too? Because nowadays the world is like, your kid is whatever they need, is whatever they want. We want them to be... (laughs) Oh my word. Yeah. Yeah. And truth is found within, right? That's yeah. what that's what we're being told, but we know that God tells us that our hearts are wicked yeah. and that apart from him we're a mess. And so we don't teach our kids to look within. We teach them to, to look, look up. up. Yeah. To yeah. to the Lord. And so all of these things, understanding these things help us Stay so Kristen, so if a mom that is listening, yeah. she's like, okay, so that means that you're telling me if I'm suffering and this is going to be hard and mm-hmm. this is going to be dreadful, this no. process is I'm going to have that I'm in the right path. Like, how would you explain to a new mom that is like overwhelmed with the toddlers and overwhelmed with discipline? Well, so I, I process it a little differently in that I feel like there's a lot of joy, joy in knowing yeah. these things mm-hmm. because I have a plan. And anytime I have a plan and I understand why I'm doing that plan, yes. there's a lot of freedom and a lot of joy in it because what, yes, we have these sinners, but oh my word, we have these beautiful, sweet children. Mm-hmm. who in Psalm 127, Jesus tells us children are a blessing, blessing. from yeah. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now we have to help them learn how to be, be a blessing, blessing to yeah. the world. <laughs> we're going to talk about that in part two. Yeah. But we see these little sweet bundles that look up at mom and dad and think they're just the most wonderful thing in the whole world. What a gift that is. What a joy that is. And so, no, I'm not saying any of this to make them feel like, oh my gosh, 6,570 mm-hmm. days of torment. No, it's wonderful, beautiful joy because you have this life that God has entrusted you with to teach them what it looks like to know and love Jesus. What a, what a blessing. And Kristen, oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say that to help your, what you just share, that sometimes we listen to all this and you're like, oh, but I don't get it. I'm so exhausted. I'm so tired and this and that. And it, it kind of brings me back when I hear mom saying all this, like you were saying, there's such a blessing. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It seems like we need to shift the self because mm-hmm. being a mom is very selfless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very selfless position. And then when you start getting old, like overwhelmed and everything, you kind of like have to refocus. Wait a second. Am I focusing my on myself too much? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I keep complaining on this too much? You know, and I think that's what I was saying. I think that's when God helps. He He's so good. He helps us like refocus and be like, listen, don't you see how blessed you are? Yeah. Don't you mm-hmm. see what a blessing it is your children are? Like you were saying in the Bible, there, they're, they're, they're this blessing in our lives for a reason. Because you have said it before, self is the root. Like yeah. we have that sin in us. Mm-hmm. So we always go back and we get all depressed and I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Don't you see you have a life? You guys made this life together. And I'm sorry that interrupted you. No, no, no. I mean, what you were just saying kind of also makes me think for me, 
you know, with my children, God has used my children to filter a lot out of me as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just thinking that. This is why Jimmy and I had eight children. I thought, uh, we, you know, God taught me something with the first yeah. that, that I have issues about. He's, uh, you know, rooted some sin out within me. So I guess I needed eight. <laughs> I probably need more, but uh, yeah, go Don't ahead. Don't That is true. But, but you're right. One thing I was thinking about when you were talking, Kristen, and I want to encourage us to encourage the moms that discipline, it doesn't start when they're five. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, we want, we can't implore you enough. You know, moms, dads, when, when, when you find out you're pregnant, <laughs> you need to start talking about, praying about how are we going to raise these babies, mm-hmm. you know, and discipline, just like you said, with your daughter-in-laws, with training, mm-hmm. sleep training and, and mm-hmm. feeding, that is discipline. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, so the discipline doesn't start when they have their first meltdown in the middle of Target. Right. Yeah. You know, you've got to have a plan and it starts so early. And I just want to encourage moms that because I don't know that we really think about that. Yeah. You know, we think, well, not till they're talking or they're walking, but discipline starts, it's in the, oh, cr- yeah. the cradle, you know, yes, it does. Well, yeah. really in the womb, but, you know, start talking about it. But we need to, you know, have a plan. And it's you know? discipline with not only with the little one, but with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom, yeah. please wake up. I'm sorry to say like that, but what Kira, what you were saying, oh my gosh, wake up. Dads too. Dads too. <laughs> because just like dads too. <laughs> yes. Yes. We have a dad in the house. He knows because parents, like Kira was saying, because this is a little blessing and you're so in love with this little bundle of joy, who's gorgeous and precious and delicious and smells good. That doesn't mean this baby has it all together. Please, you need to be disciplined first. You and your spouse, you need to be on the same page and you need to agree to do this because this is a foundation for what's to come. And we're going to say more details about this in part two. But the discipline the parents need to have, mm-hmm. ladies, we all know sometimes and we're like, this kid has no problem. It's because the parents need to be disciplined. And like Kira was sharing, it's not only when they're five and they're, or they're three and they throw the first tantrum. It's from since they're babies and we have a podcast about babies. So if you have a question about babies and how to train your baby and everything, we have a great podcast about babies. Go back and listen to it. They might help you, but yeah, it starts since they're infants. Right. So, you know, just on a practical note too, that the way that we think about all of these things, our our theology behind our parenting also has a lot of practical application. And we're Mm going to talk way more about that in Mm -hmm. part two, but even scheduling, Uh, The things that I choose to do with my time or that I allow my kids to be a part of, I'm always filtering the choices that we make Mm -hmm. based on, hey, is this going to help build up, build this child up, Mm -hmm. build up our family to to know and love him better? And I I don't just mean that 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 all we do is sit around and memorize Bible verses (laughs) and go to church, although that's a (laughs) big part of it. But that even through sports, okay, am I going, what amount of time am I going to dedicate to this is this building up some of the character yeah. qualities that we, and, and the answer to our family was yes, but you know, there's limits in that. And yeah. so we've made choices about things on Sundays that we're not going to do. And we're going to keep safeguard that. And you're probably thinking, what in the world does that have to do with discipline? Everything. Yeah. yeah. Because discipline isn't just, should I spank or do timeout? Mm-hmm. Discipline mm-hmm. is, Hey, I'm teaching my children as they walk in the way I'm instructing them. I'm encouraging them. I am modeling for them, modeling, yeah. correcting. Of them. Yeah. All of that is discipline. All of that is discipleship. Yeah. And so it really does have 
some uh, some practical applications, but I just really, really want to encourage our moms as we're about to wrap up this part one is that this is a God-ordained yes. calling. Mm-hmm. And this is a God-ordained calling that was His good and perfect gift. He did not create parenthood after the fall and he, you know, Adam and Eve sinned and oh my gosh, I guess they have to be parents now. <laughs> this was part of his good and perfect plan mm-hmm. before yeah. the fall. The, the the struggle is part of the fall, yeah. but not the parenthood. The parenthood is a good and beautiful and perfect gift and the assignment by God that we have to teach and train is God's good and perfect plan. And so mom and dad, don't abdicate that role to coaches, teachers, the internet. Sunday school teachers. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The church. That, mm-hmm. Yes. All of that should help build Working. up. Yeah, but, team. But, when, but when God said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and teach your children, he wasn't talking to the football coach and mm-hmm. he wasn't talking to the Sunday school teacher and he wasn't talking to a blogger. Yeah. He was talking to me, mom, yeah. and you, mom and dad. And so we, we have to be sure in that and don't lose your voice because you're afraid to fail or to go against the 10 steps that you read on the internet yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Or even afraid to go against your friend who is doing it differently. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So ladies, that's what we have for today. I know it probably you're like, well, mm, I didn't get my steps and I didn't get those little <laughs> notes. You're going to get some. So in part two, we're going to go and dive more into details and how to be more disciplined. And it's it takes a lot, but we could have not start this without the foundation uh, foundational scriptures about it. So so on that note, Jisma, just to encourage so that we're not just like leaving them hanging out in the wind. <laughs> if you don't have a plan for reading the word, we're going to actually draw some names, yes, um, a giveaway. So we yes. are going to send you, we'll send one this episode and one next episode, a devotional that all three of us love is New Morning Mercies. Love it. And it's an easy read. It's it's dated, so it doesn't matter when we you start, start it. Yeah. And it's very theologically sound, very easy to read, very applicable. And then it gives you some scripture to look up in addition. So if you subscribe. Yeah, subscribe or leave us a review comment, yeah. or comment. <clears throat> yeah. You're going to be in the drawing for this awesome devotional. Yeah, and I think that's it. So ladies, let's say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Stay and tuned. We'll, we'll see you in part two of Discipline. <laughs> One, two, three. Bye. Bye.